You're listening to an Agile My Way podcast, promoting agile thinking so that everyone can develop their own agile practices, shape their behaviors, and achieve their goals. Welcome to the Agile My Way podcast. I'm your host, Flash D. With all the discussion around completing tasks, delivering frequently, and measuring progress, one starts to think that Agile has forgotten quality altogether. On the contrary, the ninth Agile principle speaks directly to the need for quality. It states, attention to high quality and creativity enhances Agile lifestyle. This principle has also been adapted from its original text in order to fit within the Agile living, but its spirit remains the same. Let me begin with the obvious. We all know that creative minds are more effective at handling change than those who follow prescribed procedures. Humans are adaptive by nature. We can assess a situation, define the criteria, and innovate to meet the needs. What's remarkable is that we can do this on demand. Yet we don't follow this natural process at work or in schools or even at home. For some odd reason, we believe that our employees, students, or children cannot adapt without oversight. We provide them with our interpretation of the criteria, uh, instructions on how to proceed, and even review the results to determine if they succeeded. Meanwhile, we're telling them to be innovative, learn from their mistakes, and we expect them to self-reflect on the outcome of their efforts. A bit hypocritical, don't you think? By removing the opportunity to be creative, we dismantle their inner adaptive process. Basically, we're helping them to unlearn their strongest skill. There's another advantage to this natural process of adapting. It happens while assessing the situation. In order to understand the expected outcome, we first need to define the criteria to ensure that the outcome can be achieved. Sounds basic, right? Well, it is. Whenever we collaborate with others to work towards a common goal, we all need to clarify each other's interpretation of completion. In the example of business, it's the customer's expectations. In the case of school, it's a demonstration of knowledge. At home, well, it's usually whatever the parents say. But it's these clarifications or criteria that also define quality. How do we know if we delivered 100% on what was needed? How do I know that the product is not defective, or will fail the next exam, or our parents won't make us go back and clean our room again? We can assess the quality of our work by reflecting on all the criteria. But how can we do this if we're not allowed to focus on quality and creativity? This acknowledgement of the teams needing to be self-empowered has become more prevalent in the software industry. There's a movement to provide teams with the freedom to understand the customer's needs, innovate a solution, 
and manage their ability to provide quality. The question is, are we doing the same in other aspects of our lives? Are we empowering our students? Are we empowering our children? Are we strengthening their natural ability to adapt on demand? Call it micromanagement, worksheet teaching, or helicopter parenting. The fact is, whenever people's natural ability to adapt goes unutilized, we're laying on procedures and, inherently, delivering poor quality. Join us in our next episode when we discuss the need for simplicity. Until then, if you'd like to learn more about applying Agile in your life, or have topics you'd like discussed in this podcast, visit www.agilemyway.org.